0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Common Man's Take on Sports with Kevin and Quentin. <clears throat> Alright, so welcome to another show. We'll start the show off today by talking a little bit of WNBA news. So the Sun and the Connecticut Sun and the New York Liberty made it to the semi round and they'll play each other. And the... Dallas Wings and Las Vegas Aces made it to the semifinal round. And we'll play each other, and the winners of those two games will meet up in the WNBA Finals. So we'll see how that goes. I know that uh, Aja Wilson has been for the uh, Las Vegas uh, <clears throat> for the Las Vegas Aces has really been dominating the playoffs right now. So we'll kind of see how that goes if uh, she can lead the aces to a uh, WNBA championship um, she dropped 38 points in a game the other night so that's pretty impressive mm-hmm. what's your uh, What's your take on that Quentin
1: my take on that is that what Audrey Wilson has done to Las Vegas is I mean she's been pretty good in the playoffs and the, and, and in the regular season I mean I've checked some of uh, uh, the Las Vegas Aces scores. Uh, I checked some of their stats, and she's got some pretty good stats in uh, in those games that she played in the regular season. And that's uh that's <clears throat> that's gonna really be a threat to these teams, um, in the playoffs, in the Western playoffs, and that's um, that's and, and that's gonna really make. Uh, Right now, it's already made the Aces WNBA championship uh, favorites. Um, So, I mean, yeah, I mean, she's going to be a real problem. And I I do think that uh, she could lead the Aces to a WNBA championship game. All
0: right. I think it's definitely a real possibility. Uh, we'll try to catch some of those games here in the next couple of days The uh, Giants and the Niners play tonight uh, I'm pretty sure the Niners will win that game because I, I feel like the Giants are a little overrated uh, But we'll see I know that the Giants are without Saquon Barkley right now He's out uh, up, I believe three weeks is the max time. They said he's going to miss because he has a uh, ankle sprain said it's a normal ankle sprain though not a high ankle sprain so it should heal in about three weeks. I know the 49ers are about without uh, Brandon Ayuk, but uh, they still have Kittles, McCaffrey, and Debo Samuel, and Brock Purdy in that devastating defense, so I'm pretty sure they'll be just fine. Uh, my my prediction is the Niners will probably win, I'd say 28 to 10, is my, my guess yeah. for that game. On, 10? Yep. I think without Barkley, that really limits the uh, Giants' offense. Not that it was great before, but I mean, that limits a lot of what they do. A lot of what they do is, is circled around Barkley, so we'll, we'll see what happens. But I just don't think they're going to find the offense against that Niners defense without a player like Barkley. I
1: think, for me right now, I think that the 49ers can win this against the Giants. The Giants, to me, um, I got to agree with you. They have been. I think the Giants have been overrated. I think the Giants are overrated. And it's Without Saquon Barkley, I feel like the run game won't stick out as much as they want it to. And so, that's going to affect the game. And now, <clears throat> I think that the uh, 49ers can win this. Uh, let's see, how about 24 to...
0: 13 24 to 13 okay okay not bad we'll see who's closer to that final score um another bit of news i want to talk about is the dallas cowboys so their best db i almost said defense player but i their best defense player has got to be pa- Micah Parsons. Um, it was Diggs for a while, but uh, I think Parsons has definitely uh, taken that, that spot from him, but uh, the Cowboys did lose Trayvon Diggs to a uh, ACL tear in his left knee in practice today. Not sure when he's going to come back yet. But they said the the MRI revealed a tear, so he's going to get that taken care of. Uh, But for me, that is a huge loss to that defense because he is one of the better defensive backs in the league today. Um, He he has uh, only allowed just three catches for 31 yards on eight targets when he's the nearest defender in coverage for the two games this season. So, that's uh, that's pretty impressive. He's only allowed a 9.9 passer ratings on throws in his direction. So, that's pretty good. And if I'm not mistaken, he has 18 interceptions for his career up to, the, to this point. So, that's a pretty tough loss for them. That's going to hurt that secondary. We'll see if they can replace him or at least get somebody who's... Decent in coverage to pick up that slack, but that's a pretty big loss for them
1: Yeah, Trevon Diggs is a really good player with the Cowboys like Michael Parsons and Trevon Diggs make Arguably the best uh, defensive duo in the league, but without Trevon Diggs this is this is gonna be There this isn't gonna be good for uh, the uh, the Cowboys But they're lucky that they face the Cardinals uh, in week three. They're lucky that they face the Cardinals, but if they face uh, like the Eagles or anyone else like that, they'd be done. But they gotta be lucky that they're facing the Cardinals in week three. <clears throat>
0: yeah. Um, I mean, I don't think that... I don't think that... I, I don't think it would stop them from getting yeah. in the playoffs or anything, but it's definitely a, a big loss for them because he was definitely the type of player that was all over the field usually wherever the ball was at he was at and he made big plays and so that definitely he was probably the second best player on that defense behind Michael Parsons Um, so that's that is definitely a a big uh, hit for them we'll see what happens going forward Um, but that's unfortunate for them We'll see how they replace him. I know Jordan Lewis came back last week. and uh, He should be on a regular snap count this week against the Cardinals. So that helps them to get Jordan Lewis back to full strength. But uh, man, I'm interested to see who they put out there to take up Diggs' spot. Because that's, that's some big shoes to fill right there. I know they signed Stefan Gilmore in the offseason. So... You know, maybe they can rotate that a little bit so that it's not such a big, big hit on that defense. But uh, I don't know. That's that's pretty significant. It's pretty significant injury for them. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> so the other, the other thing I'd like to take talk about is, uh, you know, we talked earlier about the the Panthers. So. The Panthers are not expecting Young to play this weekend. It looks like Andy Dalton will get the call to start uh, against the Seahawks on Sunday because he missed his second straight practice today with that ankle injury. Uh, so more than likely, he's he's not going to play this week. Because uh, usually if you only miss one practice, it's fine. But you start missing multiple practices, uh, that usually means you're not going to play and... So the Panthers released a statement today that said they expect to be without Bryce Young for for the Seahawks game for this weekend. So for some of you betters out there who like to bet on games, there's a little bit of info for you. Bryce Young will not be play, playing in that Panthers game. The uh, The other thing that I would uh, I'd like to talk about is let's talk about the uh, the Bears and what's going on with that that franchise right now. So the defensive coordinator resigned yesterday for health reasons. Is what he what he said cited. So I'm I'm gonna say that you know the health. Is why he did but uh, for me the other thing that stood out was Justin Fields did an interview and so somebody asked him about the why he kind of looks like a robot out on the field and so Justin Fields kind of put it on the coaches what he said was that's the way that the coaches coach me uh, out on the in practice, and so I, I play how we practice, and so here's here's my thing with that um, to be really clear about this, you know, if you want to be a star quarterback or you want to be even a good quarterback, right? So you practice, you practice your plays, but when you see somebody like Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, um, you know, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen. So those guys practice a certain way too, right? But when they get in games, like the quarterbacks have to make decisions. And the Justin Fields can't put his decisions on the coaches. Those decisions he makes in those games when the lights are brightest and those defensive players are coming after him are his decisions. If you go back and look at some of those plays, he was missing wide open receivers that he could have had wide open touchdowns or chunk yardage plays. Now, I'm not saying that coaching doesn't have something to do with it. I'm sure it does. But there's also a part where the quarterback has to be able to read a defense. And so ever since college, when he played Ohio State, anytime they played a team that played didn't play predominantly man defense, they played zones and switched up. Justin Fields had struggled to read zones. He struggled to read defenses when they didn't just run man coverage all the time. He struggled to call out... Um, blocking for the offensive line and i think that's him to the nfl and i think he's still struggling to read a defense so i don't think all of it is on the coaches i think that some of that is on him because he doesn't know how to read a defense and he is not getting into the film room to study some of that film just based off what i've seen i've watched the first two bears games and it just looks to me like he's struggling to read a defense. What do you think, Quentin?
1: Yeah, I gotta agree with you on this one. It does look like he's just struggling. You know, when he was in college, um, he looked like um, he looked kind of like the same way. But now that he's in the NFL, he's gonna have some tougher defenses, and now he should right now, um like you said he's got to read a defense because um, I did watch the Packers and Bears game he did not look well against that Packers defense he did not look well against that Buccaneers defense and he needs to get better at reading these defenses or else he's not he's not gonna have winning seasons with the Bears
0: no you have DJ Moore yeah and so there were several times that uh, I was watching the plays unfold on the field, and DJ Moore was open, and Justin Fields just missed him. And so again, those so as the quarterback, you do have a little bit of lead if if you you know you go through reads, you go through progressions, right? Yeah, you quarterback. So um, my thing is, when he's going through his progressions, he's either off on the timing. Or he's missing open receivers, and so you know that's just that's on the quarterback. That's not on the coaches. You got to build that rapport with your receivers. Yeah, I, you got to learn. I'm telling you right now, if you ever go back and watch Drew Brees or uh, Eli Manning or Tom Brady, they would anticipate sometimes. They would anticipate where the receiver's supposed to be, and they would throw the ball there. And everybody would be like, oh, wow, how'd they make that pass? Because that's hours and hours of practice with your receivers, not just during practice times, after practice. They stayed over, behind, with their receivers, and had their receivers stay with them, and they practiced running those plays and those routes. So the quarterbacks knew where their receivers would be, the receivers knew where they had to be, and so the quarterbacks can anticipate throws. did it work out all the time? No. But for a vast majority of the time, yes, it did. And that's what you have to do, and that's what Justin Fields needs to do. He needs to start putting in that time and effort with his receivers outside of practice, before and after, and then he needs to learn how to read defenses. He needs to get in that film room on his own and start looking at defenses and learn. Learn what what the different types of defenses look like, what they do when they run them, that that's, he needs to, to put in his own effort outside of the coaching, also. Like all the good players, all the great players, they do that. They all put in that time. He needs to put that time in. You, know, you can't yeah. put everything on your coaches.
1: Yeah, I mean, right now, he's the most important player right here on this offense. And the Bears have tried to put, uh, have tried to a sla- or, no, sorry, assemble a team. You fields and you can't. He's just not, and he can't really. He's just not. Uh, he can't really cooperate. Co- cooperate with those receivers because he needs to read defenses. Um. If and if he can't, if he can't, if he can't read those defenses. He will not have a good career. He's gotta make better plays. Cause I mean he's he's like two or three he's entering his third season in the NFL. Mm-hmm. And I've I've watched him enough. I've watched him enough. I've been the Bears have watched him enough. The Bears have been waiting and they finally got a quarterback and they still can, and and they still can't be a good team.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: This is on Justin Fields right
0: It's I, I have to agree, you know, the <coughs> excuse me, the play calling isn't great, but at what point as a quarterback you can check out of play. You know, you can you can check out of a play at the line of scrimmage when you walk up. You can uh you know, when you go through your progressions. You don't have to throw that check down. You can you can make your own decisions with that football. Now, do the uh, do the Bears call some silly plays sometimes? Yes, but, yes, but
1: that, that doesn't matter.
0: At, at the end of the day, like when they call the plays behind the line, sure, that's, that's not on Justin Fields. He has to throw those bubble screens. He has to throw those uh, plays behind. But that doesn't account for all the rest of the plays that aren't called behind the line of scrimmage that you know, he should have made good decisions with. And so even then, if they call that play behind the line of scrimmage, like that's when you check out of it. And if you check out of that play and pick up an audible based off what you read for that defense, that coach isn't going to get mad at you. He's going gra- to congratulate you because you made him look good. So if Justin Fields really wants to be a good quarterback in this league, he needs to learn how to read the defense to check out a plays, and do what the good quarterbacks do um, so that's kind of my take on that I don't know if you have anything else to add
1: no nothing else to add on that
0: I haven't seen anything new on the uh, Jonathan Taylor front I know that he can't play until week 5 and I'm not sure if he's still trying to find a trade or not. I, I, I think that uh, that relationship between, I think the owner soured that relationship between team and player, and I don't know if they'll be able to repair it. And that's unfortunate. But, uh, hey, Jonathan Taylor, if you leave after this year, hey, boss, come on down to Carolina, play for your old coach. You liked Frank Reich, right? Come play for him again, Carolina will pay you. Come see the yeah, Panthers. They,
1: they pay running backs there, like they paid McCaffrey. Um, right now they're paying Miles Sanders, so get rid of Miles Sanders and uh, get Jonathan Taylor.
0: <clears throat> so I just seen an article. So it is. It is verified now. Travion Diggs is out for the season, so that's that's unfortunate for the uh, Cowboys. Very unfortunate. Yeah, very. So I will say that um, although the Jets, the Jets are still kicking some tires and some quarterbacks available. Carson Wentz is still out there in free agency. I'm pretty sure that he doesn't have a team yet. And I mean what could you lose by getting him in and giving him a shot? He can't be worse than Zach Wilson. I mean, Zach Wilson just isn't getting it. Yeah,
1: he just he just can't get it. He um you know, he's just one of those quarterbacks that really just can't can't uh, just can't handle the NFL. They like, just can't get it.
0: Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't know, but I just Zach Wilson just isn't isn't the answer. They gotta. They've already gone all in, like I said before. They need to. Uh, they need to do something. I don't think that it would be. A, they could get Carson Wentz cheap, and I don't think it would be a, a bad choice to try to give him a shot. I mean. What's the worst he can't again he can't be worse than Zach Wilson so what's the worst could happen he could be a little bit better it'd be that serviceable quarterback that just that protects the ball and, and you know does just enough to get you to where you want to go or at least to the playoffs um, I, again if I were the Jets I'd be I, I would be turned I would not leave any stone unturned trying to find a, a serviceable quarterback who's available right now. Because that's that's what they're gonna need.
1: Yeah, it's really the only option they have right now. They've tried every single option except this one to just find a new quarterback, but that's it. Just that's the only option they right now can do. They just gotta find a new quarterback. Try to lead Jet the Jets franchise. Just gotta find a new. One.
0: Yep. Yeah. Uh, That will do it for our show today. Um, Don't forget, uh, if you don't listen to podcasts, we do have our Facebook page under uh, First Name Quentin, or First Name Kevin, Second Name Quentin. We have our YouTube channel, which is the same name, Common Man's Take on Sports. And then you can find us on uh, just about any platform for. podcast you can find us on um, Apple uh, podcast you can find us on uh, iHeartRadio sorry uh, you can find us on uh, anywhere uh, Amazon music you can find us on uh, Player FM, Samsung,
1: Spotify,
0: Spotify Podchaser, and Boomplay. Uh, so please subscribe. Please, please subscribe. Give us some likes. Uh, you know, give us a review for our show. Um, please tell your friends about us. Encourage people to take a listen to see if they like the show. We would appreciate that. Uh, But thank you for listening to our show. We hope you liked it. We hope you come back and listen to the next one. Uh, But that will do it for today.